podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting this? Get into it. I'm a saw. I'm a saw apologist. Welcome to the movie, movie podcast, everybody. Oh my gosh, it has been so long, and we have seen so well. Pete has seen so many movies. Uh, I did okay. uh, I did all right as well. Um, But no one, no one has seen as many as Pete. Uh, one of the three, uh, who are with me, uh, are with, here with me. Wow. Uh, we got Russ. Yo, I'm Russ. And we got Alex. Hey, I'm Alex. Classic intro. Um, so this is going really well so far, you guys. We're not rusty at all. I'm not rusty at all. Uh, but let's oh, just... Russ is a little rusty. Ooh, I'm a lot rusty. So let's, let's, uh, start grinding those gears, put some oil in the sockets. I don't know. Uh, and get going with Blade Runner 2049. Can I get a rust down? It feels good to say that. Sure. Blade Runner 2049. This is a movie that came out two months ago. (laughs) (laughs) Directed by Denis Villeneuve. A young Blade Runner's discovery of a long-buried secret leads him to track down former Blade Runner Rick Deckard, who's been missing for 30 years. Yeah. Yep. That makes sense, yeah. I yeah, can't believe yeah. this was two months ago, um, and the fact that I've seen like 20-something movies in between it. Um, I have. But yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't know if you, if, if you guys remember like when it was first announced that they were wanting to make a Blade Runner sequel. Um, it had to come out, it, like the news had to come out around Prometheus, I guess. Yeah. yeah. If ever wanted a sequel to a Ridley Scott movie, it wasn't around the time Prometheus came out. Well, was it around the time Alien Covenant came out either? <laughs> Also true. But then, um, Denny was announced, attached, and that you kind of go through that fear of, man, I really don't want this director I really like being attached to this project, which I think is going to ruin him. Right. Yeah. Um, but, wow. This movie clocks in at, what, 244? Yeah. You have to set aside a day for this movie. Like, between trailers and transportation back and forth like it's oh yeah it's 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 a like if the theater's not within like a few blocks walking it might not be worth it if you've got shit to do that day i'm not saying the movie's not worth it it was just like i don't i i really really enjoy this movie oh yeah Uh, i loved it i thought it was beautiful i thought the music ruled i thought it was a good balance of of some, of being a really long movie where less was more, even though the movie was three hours. Well, it, it in the world too, where like you don't like the first impressions we get of movies now are like the Twitter impressions from people that went to screenings, yeah. and you can't really trust those, right? Because like even Batman versus Superman, people say like it's finally the movie you want, and like seeing this like at first come out with like gushing reviews from those, yeah. Uh, it's still like it, I, I was still nervous, um, but man, like yeah, I, I was actually really taken by this. Like the the I didn't really look at the time until maybe like fifteen or so minutes towards the end. Yep, the yeah. last twenty I got the last twenty I got really restless. Um, I, I agree, I, but yeah, no, this was this I I loved this movie. Uh, it was fantastic, and it was so much. It's so worth seeing in the theater. Uh, on the big screen with like just like a really good set of speakers just like booming the entire time it feel, it's like awesome to be in the uh, theater for this yeah um it's every time they were a lot of us are Astoria Kaufman people 
But every time they have that preview for the theater with good sound, yeah, and you're in another theater, <laughs> and you're like, does it really matter that much for a movie like this? Absolutely, yeah. Um, I really liked how, um, again, I, I it's hard to make a mention of anything in this movie without making mention of how goddamn long it was, but so even the opening sequence with uh, Dave Batista. Yeah, I thought it was really it was like good. a really well thought out, well directed scene that I think kind of puts you into the into the world that yes, there will be I guess quote unquote action in this movie. Yeah. It's not an action movie. No. 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 Things are gonna happen that are exciting, but it, it it's not just like a a, a shoot 'em up sort of like your typical <laughs> pop. Up. No. It's not, not the movie shoot 'em up. Not like your average cop sort of on a mission action movie hard R. It, it it's definitely taking its time and making you think a lot. But yeah, but I think they, they do such a good idea, a uh, good job with the the world building of. I know that there was all the shorts, like the intro, like uh yeah the side stuff. I didn't really watch any of those, but like just looking at like uh, the Batista character and like all these other people, like I want to see those movies enough that like I'm teased, but like don't necessarily need a lot more, but like the world, they kept it really interesting yep. for like moving passage of time later. 100%. Absolutely. The, the little prequel things are pretty good. Um, they are, especially the animated one, uh, but it's really good. If, if, if watching the, the Batista centric one is kind of like makes this movie even sadder because like the Batista character is such a nice guy. Like, he's, yeah. like movie, his short film is all about him saving a little girl. Like, and then, and one of the guys he beats up, like, or someone who saw him beat up those dudes, yeah, uh, is the one who calls the tip that brings Ryan Gosling's character after him. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. And and I I think what's I'm sure that probably gives you a little bit of a, a, a richer feeling about the movie. But having not seen any of that, I think the movie still did a fantastic job oh, yeah. of characterizing yeah. who yeah. he was because I didn't need any of that shit. To kind of get an idea that, like, oh man, yeah, exactly. Do we got to do this? He seems like an all right guy. I could be wrong, but now you telling me what you've told me, I know I wasn't wrong, and I think that's really cool. So we we're we're talking about like the opening ten minutes being emotional and deep and heavy of a two hour and forty four minute movie. Like, yeah, this is what makes it great. Like it 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 every single person you meet gets we understand who they are we understand their motivated motivation we especially get a feeling of what makes them sad kind of in this yeah movie. yeah at this like sort of terrible place and then um that you know the question it constantly asks like what does it mean to be alive and what is life how do you define life and how do others define life for you it's 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 so well put together in that way and i don't want a single minute shaved off of it no. no. So, what did you guys think of like Harrison Ford being back in there and like the tie-ins to the first one? Like, do you think everything there like held up? Do you think it relied on all that stuff too much or anything um, like that? I, I think seeing it um, after having watched Blade Runner, the the I guess whichever the one, whichever cut was the one that they wanted, the good cut. Fun I cut. watched that like a couple weeks prior. And going into it, that kind of, I think it did make this experience richer. I know they said you don't need to see 
the original to see this one, but I really feel like uh, seeing the original helped um, because I can't see giving a shit about this movie if I had if I didn't know. I I get it does stand on its own, but I can't imagine giving a shit for three hours if I didn't already spend two hours with these within this world. Yeah, if that makes sense. So I liked the little like stuff that tied the worlds that tied the films together. Rather. Yeah, it all it all totally worked for me. It all just like works together and it all feels right. And and I think that like knowing the world, the first one and then coming into this one, you like you notice all the differences and like and just the evolution uh, of like both the technology and the city like come out. Um, yeah, I feel like it all just like it's a good movie on its own. Uh, probably, but I can't really divorce myself from the knowledge of Blade Runner already. Uh, but I think it just enriches it. Yeah, it's. I, I think it. I think it takes enough time getting to the Deckard stuff that. Oh okay, yeah. You don't need to. You're at that point. I wasn't excited to see him because it was Deckard. Like I was excited because that's where the story was going. Yeah. yeah. I I wish they didn't didn't reveal that. Oh, in the trailers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what what'd you guys think of Jared Leto? Uh, it was the perfect amount of Jared Leto. Oh my god! Any more would have been horrible. Yeah, I agree. Because for the, I mean, for the most part, we didn't super even need his character. You know, no. like I mean, other than other than kind of meeting a creator who both loves and kind of doesn't care about his creation. Creation, right? Worked, but I think I don't know. I think he was the weakest of the um the ways they ask that question of what it, what what does it mean to like have life and create life i think he was the weakest because for, as as he was written he was the least necessary yeah his character didn't have agency uh in the plot of the movie really like he's just there yeah and his henchwoman was so much more interesting than him she oh, was yeah. awesome oh yeah she was great. and the action scenes with her uh especially towards the end were really great. good yeah and like where the hell did she come from like i've never seen her in anything yeah, I could, and, and the other, like, so much of that works, because I could watch an entire movie that's just about a robot cop and his hologram wife. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yep. Totally. And, like, that that's technology, too, that wasn't really in the first one, but, right. like, completely fits. Yeah. Like, it's not like, I don't know, maybe it's different because they're prequels or whatever, but, like, when you look at, like, Star Wars technology, they're always, like, more when jumping than from one, one thing to another... They always like feel like disjointed. It feels like ten thousand uh, years of advance in like the span of like twenty years. Yeah, yeah, and I think this one did a good job of like yeah, it, yeah. everything being plausible, keeping things dark and moot. Like it, it was like I think the Star Wars movies are are super bright, so yeah. you can see a lot more of the differences. But like this is telling like kind of a hard boiled story oh, yeah, in yeah. a dark, rainy environment that i think with with a lot of neon light that lends itself to like still looking kind of the same 30 years later yeah it's an hd and it's clearing and it's clear but the original blade runner still looks fucking fantastic oh yeah so i i think i think by kind of making doing like it, their iteration of like real sci-fi it kind of helped make this make these two movies not feel like they exist in totally different worlds with totally different tech and the relationship of uh, K to his like uh, hologram wife was like very her ish. Yes. Really like compelling. Like, yeah, 
uh, and I know there's a lot of people that 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 kind of felt some sort of way that every female uh, in the film, uh, whether real or not, didn't have its own like I don't know agency or serviced some sort of male figure. But I don't know. I read I read it a little bit differently. Um, I'm not like as upset about that because I don't think they're necessarily saying, Hey, this is good. Right. Um, I think it's just kind of like, this is, these are some of our baser feelings about, you know, people in the world. And we will use technology to accomplish those, uh, uh, baser feelings. Anyway, it's not necessarily great, but you know, it is what it is. I don't know. I'm going to get out of here before I say something. Really <laughs> I think we're all very quiet, waiting for something to happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, I think you're all right this. All, all this said, though, didn't do well. No, not at all. Yeah. So, why, why do you guys think that was? Because I it's think it's almost time. three fucking hours long. It's, it's how many still... times can you play that in a in a in a single uh, a single screen? Three times a day, four max. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. And you're not, and and that's that's a movie you're not going to see on a weekday night. No. How could you? No, you're not. Let, let's say we saw it at 6.30 p.m. with previews. That starts at what? 6.50? That's... No, it's not It's not possible. No, it's so like fucking 10 p.m. There's no good time to see it. So you have to really be wanting to see this movie. You don't make a decision to, oh, I'll just go see Blade Runner. Like, right. That's a, that's a problem. And I think that's compounded by that the fact that it was released in the summer. Like, why, why not have it come out more awards time or at the beginning of the summer? Like, it came out like blockbuster time. Right? Um, yeah, no. I, I guess now well, it was no. October sixth. It was October. Yeah, it was October sixth. Yeah, 6th. it was late. Yeah, that but, was Columbus Day weekend. I don't know. It's just like, Holy but shit, it's not shit. a Columbus Day weekend movie either. Like, I, 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 I think. Yeah, it, it, it's just, and it stinks because it was a hundred and fifty million dollar movie, but it looks, it looks beautiful. It doesn't it really look does. like you wasted their money. No, but yeah. I just don't think there's a place for this movie costing that much in today's marketplace. Like, considering they made Arrival on a thirty million dollar budget, yeah, uh, and, and that also looks great. Like, yeah, and and. And that movie looks beautiful and fantastic, and it was one of everybody's favorites of last year. I think they needed to find a way to keep the budget down. I don't know how you do that. Oh yeah, but maybe you just don't. Maybe this movie doesn't fit the time. I, I yeah, I was about to ask what you think the future of it is, uh, because it. I think there there's a, a really dedicated fan base, but it looks like that didn't translate into money. So. Nope. I feel like I, I feel like word of mouth is going to get around on this, and it'll be a big like streaming movie, if anything. I don't even know that it will because it's still two hours and forty four minutes. The first Blade you know, Runner is under right. two hours. Yeah, I know. I love it, and I I I think I have two more viewings of it in in me. Period. Well, like one one like, very soon, and then one down the road with somebody who's never seen it. Yeah, there's no. You're like, oh, you know, if Blade Runner's on TV, oh, I want to watch this part. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's no. true. Yeah. But I mean, maybe did that did that work against it? Like, like I guess, like I'm back the killer. Like it was mainly atmosphere in those. 
It, it was, was Atmosphere and Harrison Ford, but they're selling yeah. Harrison. And again, the first movie didn't do well either. No. So they're selling like years of history of a movie that was really more of a cult film, and it never. It, oh, people don't love it. Like people, like the your average person doesn't know Blade Runner. Your yeah, your yes. your average like your film your film buff does, but your average person does not know what the fuck Blade Runner is. Yeah. Still. Yeah. And I think that's your problem. Is like it, it it's great IP. It was done perfect. It was done beautifully. It's just I don't I don't know I don't know that I would have greenlit this movie if I ran a studio. Well, I'm glad you don't because I enjoyed the shit up. And oh, on it. that note. <laughs> Let us uh, keep this uh, movie movie train rolling and get a rust down for train Thor train. Ragnarok. Yeah, dog. Thor Ragnarok. All right. Directed by Taika Waititi. Imprisoned, the almighty Thor finds himself in a lethal gladiatorial contest against the Hulk, his former ally. Mm-hmm. Thor must fight for survival and race against time to prevent the all-powerful Hela from destroying his home in the Asgardian civilization. I think if you if you sit down and sort of go through this movie beat by beat, scene by scene, you can find a lot of like kind of mistakes and things that don't feel flushed out, or there's a problem here or a problem there, but it doesn't matter because no. this movie. It's like purely enjoyable it's from God. So much fun, so much better than the, especially the pedigree uh, of the first two Thor movies, yeah, which are let, kind let, of let, like boring. Let, let's go around boring. real quick and just say everyone's like, like, is this is everyone's favorite Thor movie now? Right? Like, oh yeah, yeah. oh, hundred percent. I have to imagine it's not because, even close. Like, yeah, because like I, I mean, they did they added a lot more humor into this one, obviously, and, like, made it... Like, this was the same feeling I had watching the first Gardens of the Galaxy. Yeah, that's exactly how I think... Yeah, it's the exact... Only, I think I might like this a little bit more. I want to... Like, I need to watch it a couple more times. um, Because Guardians... I think Guardians still holds up. Um, Oh, it's great. It's always... It's FX. They've got the movies. It's always on. (laughs) (laughs) It do have the movies. Um, And I want to watch this one again. Like I can't wait for this to come out, uh, so I can so I can finally just like get into a second viewing of it because it was so I, much fun to sit there in the theater and watch this. Absolutely, I and mean, when you think about like now, like at least for a limited time, Netflix has that uh, Marvel deal until they make their own thing, and I'll put Civil War on every now and again and watch selected parts. Yeah. I will never put on uh, Doctor Strange. I tried. I I always do, and I just go right to the end, and I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Yep. No, I don't care about any of this. If I put Thor on, I'm gonna watch it beginning to end. It's yeah. it's like it's one of the most recent Marvel movies that I'm just always gonna watch. Yeah, it's like uh, I've been that way with Ant Man a lot. Uh, I, think I love Ant Man. It's just so I easy to just back. put on and watch. Ant Man is the one I've I think I've seen most repeat viewings other than Guardians because it is so fun. It's yeah, exactly. and Michael Pena just rules. He this does. one is in this one is in that that vein. Like it, I will watch this. As many times as it is on, and when it comes to Netflix, I'm always gonna watch it. Yeah, and that's probably soonish. Like, yeah, Guardians Two just went up on Netflix. So if Guardians Two went up, we can expect Spider Man will be up probably by Black I think it's Panther. Next, I, yeah, yeah, I think it was. It's next month or two. 
Yeah. It's probably going to be, you figure, every two, it came out two months after Guardian, so Ooh, probably Ash, February. Unrelated, but Ash vs. Evil Dead just got up on Netflix oh, nice. uh, this week. How and many seasons? That, it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, I want to say the two. I'll check that out. But yeah, so this is going to be one of those movies I always watch. I think it was it was a smart move leaning into the fact that like Chris Hemsworth obviously has uh, very strong comedic timing. Yeah. And not using that in the first two was like such a waste with the exception of like selected scenes. Well, they had those shorts where like it was like Thor's roommate things. Mm-hmm. And I bet like the popularity of like those and people seeing like what they could do with that character there. Uh, I, I have to imagine that had some impact, or, or just his role in Ghostbusters. Oh, right, yeah. true. He was the but- he was awesome in that. Thor was the butt of jokes in the first movie, yeah. more so than anything else. And yeah. I, I don't know. I think he just. I don't think he. They ever found a way for him to fit in because you know you you he can't be stoic. He's not going to be angry. Like so, what does he do? So make him like goofy almost. Well, like I think his humor is very different from Tony Stark. So I think it worked. Yeah. And I, and I think also, yep. like, you had the problem of having two fishes out of water. Yeah. With him and Captain America. Yeah. Uh, so you had to kind of, like, differentiate them a bit. And I think, like, having giving them some breathing room, like, really helped. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I agree with all points. I also think, like, uh, the, direct, the direction this time around with yeah. Taika Waititi, I was reading an interview where he said, like, the biggest problem he had with the Thor movies was Thor was the least interesting person in them. He was. And you can't, like, your movie can't be called Your Name and you be the least interesting. Yeah. Right? So really. I think... Your Name was really good, though. Oh, Your Name was really good. <laughs> it was on my list last year. What did you guys think of Valkyrie? I was think... Tom Cruise movie? That is exactly where my mind went, Alex. But, like, seriously. Yeah, I think they need to... There needed to be maybe, like, two or three extra minutes to really hone down the fact, like, why she doesn't have a name. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, except, like, the number, like, the whatever bounty hunter number that the uh, yeah gra- uh, Grandmaster had for her. Like, I like... Because I like the whole, like, she's completely running away from what she is. Because there's mm. nothing she could be but a Valkyrie. Right, and even her name, I'm sure, would tip her to be a Valkyrie, and she's running away from that. And they didn't hit it enough, and it just made it feel at times that you just didn't get around to naming this character other than her superhero name. Um, yeah, that was seemed a little like a tiny bit off, and of course, it's in the current climate. That's going to be something that's going to be harped on, and you can't be making mistakes like that at all because there's no yeah. for them. But I mean, I. But if you dig a little bit, you see what they were going for. But it just didn't didn't fit. But she was great. Yeah, yeah. She she has argued a place for herself to be like heavily involved in this universe going forward, because I think she is she's a uh, a type that we haven't seen on the female side of the Marvel universe right. as a hero at all, really. So. I think in, in inserting her in, I don't know, doesn't have to be a Thor movie, but some other combination of people, I think, uh, will make some like will make for I don't know. It's it's she's just interesting. She's super cool. Um, I also thought this movie was the best usage of Doctor Strange going forward that we yeah. have. Yeah, I don't think he needs another movie. No, I think he needs nope. to just be in other movies. Like, okay, we're gonna go here because we got to do this. He doesn't really like because yo, that movie was dumb, boring. Yeah, that's a horrible movie that I couldn't get through in a second watch through. 
Agreed. No, you have to fast forward like 10 times. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it when I first saw it, but I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like, I feel like I can't go back to it. It was visually, like, cool. Yeah. And it was nice seeing them. I think you like it more for what it does to the universe. Like, it flushes out the mystical side. Yeah. Um, you, it, but it, it's, it's, more, it's more good for its utility, not for its actual quality. And I think it's okay if not every Marvel movie is a franchise, like within yeah. itself. Yeah, they they all can't be. That's re- that's fucking they don't insane. Some just need to let you know who the character is and introduce that side of things. They don't ever need to go back to him. Um, I also I loved Hulk, and I'm happy that they didn't yeah. like go too Hulk crazy. Like he has his lines. He's very funny, but he doesn't st- like this remains this doesn't he doesn't steal the movie no it got close like i I was like uh, uh but uh i think it holds off just enough uh because mm-hmm. he is fantastic in it um the next one is black panther correct that's in february yeah yeah trailer for that looked awesome beforehand oh um, yeah yeah i've it's i don't know I, I feel like every so often there's a marvel movie that i'm just not excited for coming up and i am just it's been almost like two full years of marvel movies that i've been excited for every single one yeah um they're they're in a they're in a real great spot now and getting thor right um i if if they're transitioning away from you know i feel like they don't they haven't really gotten past a three on any hero so if this is where you were gonna stop with thor movies oh yeah totally then cool because at, you you finished on a note on a really high note. Um, I hope Hela is not dead because I think some we need to. Every villain can't die, right? Like, I, and the goddess of death, like her dying, is stupid to me. Doesn't make no. So, and Jeff Goldblum was great and super yeah. funny and the super gold bloomy. I had really very few criticisms of this film. It was really fun. Um, very funny, and uh, well, again, one of those ones I'm really looking forward to rewatching a bunch. Yeah, it, it's funny because every time I think I'm getting Marvel fatigue, they like go and and do something like do, this. Yeah, yep, and completely redeem themselves. Because even after Guardians two, I liked it. I thought it was good. It felt a little episodic, and that kind of made me start wondering. Oh, these guys kind of falling into a lull. And then Spider-Man Homecoming came out. And I was like, okay, never mind. Yeah. And then Spider-Man Homecoming came out. And I'm like, well, Thor is next. And Thor's never been good. And then, boom, best Thor movie and one of the best Marvel movies. Yeah. So I'm going to give them... I'm I'm cautiously nervous about Infinity War because it just seems like a lot. Me too. Um, But Black Panther looks fucking dope. I'm still excited for Infinity uh, Infinity War, regardless. But yeah, the, it looks yeah. I, like I have doing I have my much. like generic. Oh my yeah. god, this is a new Marvel movie. I'm pumped. The trailer looks great, but I can't see how this comes together to be a cohesive movie. Yeah, but I'll still like it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of superhero <laughs> movies, there we go. You wanna? I think there is one other one on my list here. Mm-hmm. So can we get a rust down for Justice League? The Foreigner. lady bird um okay yeah justice league Zack snyder uh, fueled by his restored faith in humanity 
and inspired by Superman's selfless act. Uh, <laughs> sure. Jesus. Bruce Wayne enlists. Yeah. I'm not doing this. Um, this movie's I'm not bad. It's bad. Uh, okay, so what were you guys' expectations going in? Were there any? Okay, here's what I thought. Yeah. Honest to God. Yeah, okay, sure. It was like, BVS DOJ was uh, such a fucking flaming piece of dog shit. Yep. And Suicide Squad was such a flaming piece of dog shit. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Wonder Woman was, all right, we got on base with a good movie mm-hmm. that I thought Justice League would be meh. I was hoping for meh. Oh, it was so much worse than meh. Yeah. It's not... It's... it. Okay, if the worst movie that they made is BVS DOJ, this is only like... A fraction better. Yeah, yeah. Like Suicide Squad is better than this movie. Suicide Squad. Uh, is, Suicide Squad. Uh, I don't know about the that. Second best Marvel movie. Uh, DC. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree that with that. I, I don't know about that. Okay, we've got I, Wonder Woman, which is a solid that's, A. That's the best. I'd yeah, say A A minus. We've got. Well, you know what? Okay, Man of Steel. Man of Steel is a solid C minus. Um, this, this is passing. I think Suicide Squad is a, a flat. A flat out D. I might swap those two. I might give Suicide Squad the C minus and Man of Steel the the D. I would. I I think I would probably put because I think I would rather watch Suicide Squad right now I, than Man of Steel. Well, well, what do you, want to you know what? Too. That's true. Regardless, but, regardless of which one's better, I would rather watch Suicide Squad right now. That's true. I think I can say objectively, Man of Steel is a better film, and Suicide Squad is more watchable. But yeah, be that as it I, I could, yeah, Justice I would, I would League is still coming in after both of those. Oh yeah. And then BVS DOJ. So you made the second worst DC movie after making your best one. What the fuck is wrong with you? She was the Wonder Woman was the best part of this movie. Everything that she was in, I was I was totally they, into. They added stuff in. Oh, they one hundred percent did. But that's insane. They added stuff in, and she's still not in it that much. I know. She gets what about twenty minutes of screen time? Maybe How the fuck yeah. did you? This was this is what you did after reshoots. Yeah, if you're going to spend a hundred million dollars, how do you not make this movie from her perspective then? Yeah, it needed. Yeah. To- you film a scene in which she's like, "Hey, Bruce Wayne, you're rich. How about you take a plane to go get Aquaman?" Right. <laughs> like that's it. Like I, I'm in charge now. I'm I'm the captain. And considering like oh. we just saw her lead like four men around in a really cool way. Why didn't they yeah. just do that again? It seemed like they were building her up to be the leader of the Justice League. Like what? Which honestly, she st- she should be anyway. Yeah, Superman yeah. might be the icon and the one that people aspire to be. Batman muscle. might be the one with the money and the brains, but she it's is their she's their leadership and their heart. Yes, but but I gotta say though, this is the. I mean, granted, he's only in it for what ten to fifteen minutes, if that. Uh, I have to say, this is the best Superman has been in a movie so far in this the well, version. Of you the, mean when he's trying to kill everybody the, with his weird mustache? No, 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 no. Like, like when he's finally when he when he's good again. The, the yes, but here's the problem. The opening iPhone segment of this movie. It's gross. Is possibly the worst thing I've ever seen in a theater. It's disgusting. Wait, it makes me want that. With his like when their their kids they have like iPhone have video. Yeah. Oh, that that's the worst. Yeah, that's terrible. That's like, the grossest uh, thing I've ever seen. Horrible <laughs> acting. Just do- I I don't. Oh. But here's my problem with with Superman at the end of the movie, and it's not so much Superman. It's the fact that once he shows up, it's like 
you don't need Justice League. Yeah. You yeah. just need Superman. Yeah, that's true. Because um, he, he single-handedly leaves the fight, saves those people, which is super Superman-y, and then comes back and ends the fight. They're just there to like kind of, hey, we need something to go back to while we're not showing Superman do some boring saving type shit. So can you guys just fight and kick around a little bit? Okay, cool, thanks. Okay, yeah, so I guess everyone just kind of back. runs interference at the end. Yep. It's dumb, and it doesn't help Aquabro oh, and ugh. CGI Borg my, and my man. Nebishy Flash. Oof. I, I didn't like any of them. I hated Flash in this movie. I, I, I'm almost there. I wouldn't say hated. That's not Flash. But I hated the characterization. I hate how they per, uh, showed his action. He was horribly it. annoying. My, my biggest issue with it is you really never see Flash be fast. Was like, well, for an also, extended there's two other time. characters that can do the same thing now. Like Wonder Woman's super fast, and so is so Superman. Mm-hmm. Like, he was, doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, are, but he has electricity with his fast, and true. Wonder Woman has slow down, speed up. Zack Snyder can. Yeah, the only times he felt super fast was when he pushed the sword, and that scene was filmed in slow motion. So mm-hmm. much like the Wonder Woman reshoots, do you think there are reshoots after they watch Spider Man, and we're just like, we got to change Flash? Probably it didn't work because it is the exact same. Well, here is the problem. This franchise, and I mean the whole DCEU, is reactionary. They have no clear vision about anything they're doing. They do something, and then they look at something else, and then they change it. Remember when Suicide Squad allegedly got funnier? (laughs) Yeah, because of what what movie was that? Deadpool. Deadpool, that's right. They don't know what – they just watch something, learn the wrong lesson, and then do somehow the opposite of the lesson that they – thought they learned which if it was the opposite of the lesson they thought they learned you'd think it'd be the right thing and it's somehow a different kind of wrong i wonder what they're learning from logan yeah all successful superhero movies have had the same exact message and they're all gonna be uber as all (laughs) pixar films which is it's okay to be yourself yeah yeah (sighs) that's what coco's about right i mean that's what they're all about but coco also yeah Especially, yeah. Okay. Oh, especially Jesus. <laughs> what you, wait, wait. So, okay. So, what did you guys think of like Aquaman? Didn't like, like his didn't like action him. because like that's not action. Aquaman. Yeah. So Aquaman comes surprisingly and saves everyone from the flood and the tunnels, and he never gets like a proper superhero shot. And it's the one time in which I think he stands out and seems strong as strong as everyone else. Yeah. Holding yeah. back the water. And you never get a proper shot of it. Hmm. True. It yeah. doesn't seem heroic. And then the rest of it's just like him fighting people, but everyone fights people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why can't we see him looking super cool doing the one thing that only he's capable of doing? Doing his Aquaman thing in a movie yeah. about all of these characters who have different abilities. Oh, I thought you said Opera Man for a second, like the Adam Sandler character from Weekend Update in the 90s. That would, oh, be, that would have been better in this. That would have been so lame Oh, boy. Um, uh, so, what about Cyborg? Remember when he wears a sweatsuit for half the movie because they didn't want to use CGI on him for the whole time? So they put him in a weird sweatsuit, and he looked like a Ninja Turtle wearing a trench coat back from the old cartoon, even though everybody would know, hey, that's a Ninja Turtle, and it's a monster, not a person in a trench coat. 
So yeah, just, like, just saying all that makes me like this movie a little bit more. Covering <laughs> his chest made him look more like Iron Man. Yeah, yeah it, and like the way his when... body, like the way his body was all like bumpy and stuff in the beginning, and then at the very end they like fix it and make him look cooler. I don't understand why they couldn't have made him look better the whole movie. And like, why? Why can't we take? Like I was telling, I think Peter maybe take a tiny bit of license. Let's just say Cyborg can control nanobots that make him look, you know, normal when he's not fighting. Right. Except for maybe like a red eye, but he's a technopath, so it's taking up like his ability to like fight and do all that sort of shit because he's like focusing on looking normal around people. But then when he fights, he cyborgs up. Why couldn't you just do that? That's pretty good. Then you could justifiably (laughs) make him look normal and not completely computer animated. Just give him a red eye. For whatever reason, the nanobots can't fix the eye. I don't know. Hey, you I don't you want a job at DC? Yeah, uh... seriously. But the thing is, like, that's so obvious. It's it's cheaper, and it makes sense, and it's licensed, that's okay. Like, you're not changing the character. Like, you didn't take Aquaman and make him something completely different. You made Cyborg fit. If he can do all of this stuff, why can't he do that? I don't know. Do you, do you think that the where do you think the future of the DCEU is now because I they have canceled not, the second half of Justice League? They put it all into one movie. Uh, it doesn't look great. I don't fucking even know. And Aquaman, who didn't who didn't really like you probably wanted him to be the guy that everyone was like that guy's fucking cool. Yeah, that's what you wanted people saying. He's got when, the next movie. But he's the next movie, and no one cares. Really? Fast track Wonder it? Woman and figure it out. Well, that's going to be the one problem with Wonder Woman is that what they the lesson that they think they learned is that Wonder Woman works in the past, and if they put her anywhere else in the past, it's not going to make any sense for her character anymore. Like, right? This whole I haven't done anything since World War One is going to get ruined if they have her in like in the fifties. Except for this thing you didn't know about, right? Oh God, covered up. Yeah, so you're saying there was a picture taken of her in, like, 1914, but when she was out and about in, like, the 60s. Well, there were more cameras. Yeah, in which a photographer didn't have to hide under a sheet. No one snapped a pic? Nope. Oh, what do y'all think of the um, Infinity Mother Boxes and Steppenwolf? Uh, Oh, God. What was the point of all that? Remember the bad guy in the movie? He, sort of. He was in it for like no. three minutes and didn't do anything. He was talking so about Mother. One of the best reviews that could possibly come from this movie is uh, our friend Jared's son. Okay. Is obsessed, is obsessed with bad guys. Like, if you ask him, he's he's like nine, eight or nine. You'll ask yeah. him like who his favorite Star Wars character is. It's Kylo Ren. He was like talking to our friend Adam. He's like, Hey, you know how the Last Jedi—it's all in red. It's like that's because this time the bad guys win. Like he loves the bad guys. He saw Justice League, and and Adam went with Jared and Evelyn and all them. And after the movie, Adam's like, because Adam was drunk, because it's Adam. And Adam looks at him, he's like, wait, what was the name of the bad guy again? And this little kid that loves bad guys was literally like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, we just walked out of the theater, and I, an eight-year-old child who loves superheroes and bad guys, remembers as much as this drunk adult. It's <sighs> a sad state that the DC universe is in right now. Yeah. No, I say burn it all to the ground, uh, except Wonder Woman. Yeah, and that's the thing. Can they? Can they? Can they X Men this? 
Uh, I don't. Well, they're gonna. I think they're gonna flashpoint it. I, I need a. I need a reference. Uh, flashpoint. Uh, it's like a comic. Flash goes back, like tries to fix oh. him back in the past, and ends up like fucking shit up, and ends up make it creating a world where Batman never became Batman, but Thomas Wayne did, and Bruce Wayne died instead of Thomas. Wayne. And a bunch of weird shit. But like, he, he starts fucking around with time. So not the TV show that was on, like, CBS. <laughs> no. Gotcha. Now I'm up to speed. That was all I needed to hear. Yeah. All right. That's Justice League. Don't see it. Yeah, I think we could all agree on that. Cool. Is this, oh, actually, Russ, as the only other person who has seen Transformers last night, how do you feel this compares to that? Okay. Believe it or not, Transformers The Last Night is still the worst movie I've seen in maybe any year. I, I, I agree with you. And I saw King Arthur. Me too! Yeah, Justice League is my currently third worst movie of the year. Uh, second you gotta worst, see Transformers. Yeah, second worst is King Arthur, and the, the worst is something me and Tiggs will talk about later. Yes. Oh, that movie's so bad. But all right, so yeah, let's move off of this and let's get into something a little bit better. Uh, so I believe the three of you guys have seen three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Sure. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we would want to talk too much about it. No, really. It's, it's. I don't think it's. It's one of those movies that I don't think you need to watch a trailer. Just fucking go and see it. It's a Martin McDonough film with Frances McDormand. Like, and she's angry. That's all you need to know. Yeah, she's incredible. That's the best. Um, uh, Woody Harrelson's incredible. Sam, Sam Rock- Rockwell is brilliant. Wow. Yeah. Right. And that dude who was in Get Out and um, a couple other uh, – he's in, like, Get Out and American Made is really good, too. It's just, a, it's just a movie that, like, like Blade Runner, everyone gets to play with the theme, and we get to see the theme from everyone's eyes. Hmm. Woody, Harrelson char- Woody Harrelson's character goes in a direction I was not expecting at all. Yep. Okay. And it's so good. All right. It's Alex. What do you think? Oh God, <laughs> Alex, we're not laughing at what you just said. We're laughing at the fact that we can't the, hear you. This is why I asked because I realized <laughs> that's what like, I thought. There hadn't, there hadn't been a chime in in a minute. I was thinking the exact same thing, and I was waiting for Pete to finish. Oh my God! All right, so, so let's continue on through billboards. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, go see it. Don't let anything stop you. Uh, it's fantastic. It's fun. It's funny. It's dramatic. It's, it's, it feels like a play, but it's a movie. It's just, it's. I hate saying stuff like this is like why you go to the movies, but like this is the fun part of like going and seeing a movie that you just know is made by. Am somebody. I back? Yeah, yes, you're back. You are. You're back. Oh, okay. Yeah, my my headset for some reason decided to stop working. You don't say. Uh, but. Yeah, uh, I had I I thought you weren't here, so I said, "What do you think, Alex?" And then there was no response. Uh, um, I was saying that I loved it. I knew nothing going in, and that, did you hear this already? No, no could but, you hear but, us? But continue, Russ, who just like right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, so back to me. Um, nah, one of the great things about it is like you know Martin McDonough. Okay, cool. He made a movie. I'm gonna see it, and. I like that he's gotten to that point in my world where I didn't see a. Tra- I don't think I. Saw, I might have saw a commercial, but no trailer. Is what's the point? Like it's gonna be great. Why ruin it? Yeah, Alex, what did you think? 
uh, again, I loved it. I thought that every like like Pete was saying, um, I think all the different characters work really well together, and you get everything from each of their point of view that like they all shine. Like I I love like Sam Rockwell or something for for instance, no matter what. But like you go kind of go in like and at some point we'll have some opinion of his character, and they find ways to like humanize to turn you get like like the the range of emotions you feel for everyone in this movie mm-hmm. uh it's insane like i yeah no one gets to play the hero from beginning to end and no one no. Gets, has to play the villain from the beginning to end yep which is like kind of real yeah 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 and i think that like martin mcdonough um is, is really good at that like especially like seven psychopaths like the way that he can have a ensemble cast like work together and independently and uh, give everybody like, their moment to do the thing that they're, you know, very good at. Well, yes. Shit. Justice league. Take notes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, you're, you're a hundred percent right. Like this guy enabled everybody to kind of be a star, but also serve a greater, a greater good, which is really hard to do. Even Lucas hedges. Who's like, been really good in everything he's been in so far as a younger actor as her son i thought was really really great because he gets to like shine a light on her from his perspective and then you see okay well maybe things aren't as black and white as they seem and even his responses to her aren't as black and white i don't know i think it just did a really good job of of showing like complex characters in a really uh, shitty situation, but also still managed to like in, have some fun and not take itself completely seriously. Okay, with very serious subject matter. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It, it 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 really threads a needle that I don't think a lot of people can do. Yeah, hand down, see it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I want to see it. Yeah. Uh, what else what can else we talk have about? Three of us. Oh, uh, three, three of us have seen Jigsaw. Yeah, dog. <laughs> I I had saw Saw 1 when it first came out on DVD and absolutely hated it. I, I wrote a paper to myself about how bad it was. <laughs> and I have never seen a Saw movie besides those until two days before Jigsaw came out. And I was just obsessed with my movie pass. And I realized all the Saw movies are on Netflix. So I watched Saw's 2 through 7. What do you think of 3 and 4? Uh, great. Yeah. Yep. Their their atten- their like obsession with their own mythology is like so endearing the, almost. Like, and the thing is, it. it's, I don't it's even know that it's obsession insane. as much as it's just like they make a movie, they realize there were plot holes, and they fix them in the next one. But they care about fixing them. Yeah, yeah, it's great. They um, really fucking care. Yeah, this one. This one. I'm not a huge fan of group games. <laughs> I, I like I like I like solo adventures. Yeah, so so for me, that's where this movie kind of stutters a little bit. I don't I don't like a whole lot of people involved in it. I like one person having to do everything. Yeah, but uh, you know, still kind of fun. You know, loved it. I'm, I'm interested to see if they continue at all. Oh, I mean, I'm sure they will. It cost it cost ten million. It made thirty. That's what they want. Yep. Yeah. Leaves it open for it. So, but but like, do, does the whole young jigsaw stuff does it work at all? Is it better than young Hannibal? I think it works very well. Um, I think it's not exactly what you think, and yeah. I think that's why you need to see it. That's I absolutely need to see it. Actually, yeah, no, Russ is correct. Um, 
All right. So uh, we've three of us at least have also seen Murder on the Orient Express. I've also seen Paint Dry. <laughs> <laughs> Which one would you, to, would you rather see again? Uh, I was shocked by by how it depends you... on the t- kind of paint. Wow, sure. I like it. I thought it was perfectly fine. I wasn't yeah. like blown. Away. I wasn't expecting me blown away, but did, okay. I did you really... think there was? No, go ahead. I just I I was really excited that it wasn't like two and a half hours. Like this could be this like long prestige film, and I think it kind of gets in and out rather quickly. And I enjoyed it. I thought that this did not need to be a movie. <laughs> uh, not that and and not in that it not that it was bad it was beautiful it was really it was shot well it was totally fine but if you said hey this is like like well i mean maybe that's why it's been pbs for so long but i'm like if you just told me it was like a pbs uh masterpiece theater i would have watched it at home and i would have been like hmm but oh, i'm yeah. like why did we i mean 55 million is not expensive but i'm like I don't think I needed to see this in theaters, but I also am fully aware that this movie was not for me. It's doing extremely well because there is a market for just a boring fucking movie for old people. (laughs) And I'm cool with that. It's just totally not for me. Yeah. I sat there. Yeah. I mean, see it if you want, but see it at home. Don't spend money on this shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's an HBO movie. Through and through. Oh yeah, I would have watched it at home if I had like like drugs. This would have been great. Up, <laughs> oh, so battle of the sexes, I guess. Yeah. Uh, we still, I three of us saw that. Yeah, I saw it. I, I saw didn't. It. Oh, oh, I thought that was. Oh, never mind. Oh, uh, so got one more. Happy, happy death, death day, y'all. I was happy that was this really good. Happy death day to you. I was so happily surprised by happy death day and how much i enjoy this movie it was super fun yeah i fucking loved it yeah i think it oddly benefits from being pg-13 because i think if it was yeah. r they would have to try to do too much i totally agree and it was just the right amount of all of it um, yeah they had, a, they had to work in the constraints of the rating and yeah. it, it it forced them to be cuter with stuff than gory like <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's just funny yeah yeah, yeah. It's super funny and uh did you guys know it was written by Scott Lobdell, who like created Generation X and like really? wrote a shitload of X Men comics back in the nineties? Really? Oh man, I did not. I didn't know that. Yeah, he wrote it. <laughs> yeah, I he think it was a perfect uh, little nod to Groundhog Day at the end too, which is really delightful. Yeah. Uh, that was I. I laughed out loud. Yeah, I liked it. I could see not liking it, but I thought it was perfect. I I thought it almost like they ignored it enough. Yeah. That. I felt like that was the right time to put that little like stinger joke in there at the end. But yeah, I thought it was really, really funny. Um, like a really good PG 13 horror movie that if I was in high school, I mean, I liked it now, but if I was, in high <laughs> school, this would have been the movie to see. Yeah. Like I would have been like, you gotta go see this movie of rules and you can also get in. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I love it. It looks exactly like that kind of movie. I, yeah, you've got to see this out. Really mad, it, it's, it's really funny, and I and it knows exactly what it is. It'll be out. It'll be streaming very soon, I assume. Um, check it out like immediately. Watch Interstellar first, maybe, so we could. Oh, yeah, I'm doing what? that next week. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, it was like there. This is the reason why I love Blumhouse so much. Like when you make something so cheap and so fun, 
like this. I it's just it's like it's just economically, visually, humor from a humor standpoint, everything about this movie just hit for me. Yeah. I now I think we're done with movies three of us yeah. have seen. All right, so now let's move on to Battle of the Sexes. Pete, what do you think? Um, it I think it had um, really great performances, mm-hmm. but this movie didn't stick with me as much as like a really good movie does. Yeah, you know, like I really enjoyed it, and I would say you know, like definitely watch it. But it's a watch at home movie. It's it's enjoyable. Everyone is, as I said, very good. The script's really great. I think it just kind of – I think it loses itself a little bit because tennis is not a dramatic – a sport that has a very dramatic ending. Right. No. It was like – because, you know, either you win the tennis match right now or an hour and a half from now the other person can win. Like, so it's not super big about that. But later on, I think it kind of ru- – I think it tried to do something really smart, but it kind of ruined it because – the scene after that, when we see her private reaction to winning, so not a spoiler because everyone knows she wins. Um, yeah, you see her reaction in private afterwards, and that is so much more affecting. Mm. And yeah. kind of skip over that, yeah, a little bit too much at the end, and just try, sort of have the fun stuff with it. But it's fun, like yeah. But I liked it. I went into this thinking that it was a straight up comedy. Uh, yeah. It was not. Oh. Um. Uh, but uh, I, I like the performances as well, and yeah, I, I thought it was enjoyable. Um, what uh, American Made? We both saw that. Uh, yeah, Tom Cruise. Yeah, perfectly enjoyable Tom Cruise movie, and I think it did a good job of not trying to do too much with mm-hmm. the ending of it. I think it ended exactly as quietly as it needed to. Yeah, uh, better than the Mummy. So <laughs> doesn't take a lot. No, better than not. Jack Reacher too. Yes. Oh, I finally saw it, and I really just like Jack Reacher. I, I, oh, Jack Reacher 2 is so bad. Which is such a bummer. I love the first one. Yeah, first one's really good. <laughs> yeah, American Made's kind of like a it's fun movie. In a lot of ways. Yeah, it's enjoyable. He's great. Um, I forget who plays his wife. Is that Alice Eve? Let's say uh, this. Sure. I can't remember. But she was really good, and yeah, same same dude. The dude from Three Billboards and Get Out, and... Uh, and is is an American made playing the shitty brother just like in Get Out. Um, and I think awesome. it's great. Awesome. Oh, Caleb Landry Jones. Yeah, he's really fantastic. He he's yeah he's got something. Three, yeah, said three really great performances this year. Now, as I said, with American Made, uh, what I Get Out and Three Billboards. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you guys saw Lady Bird and uh, Banshee in that X Men First oh, Class. God. Oh no. Oh yeah, forgot about that. Ugh. All right, Lady Bird, tell me about it. How should I go see this movie? See Lady Bird. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Wow. All right. Shit. Love it. Love it. Absolutely love it. It's it's so great because it it takes place uh she's a high school senior in 2002-2003, which is the exact year that me and Alex were high school seniors. So it's like that fun period specific to us sort of movie, which is really um, Oh no, now I really want to see this. I I did before. Uh it's and it's great. Uh, What's her name? Uh, directed this? Uh, sorry, Greta Gerwig. Oh yeah, I love her. Okay, great. And it's really great. Saoirse Ronan is fantastic. She is the mo- She's one of the more fully realized high school uh, kids you'll see in a movie. Um, it's it's great. Okay. Yeah. It's it's so great. Uh, how was the Disaster Artist? Uh, Disaster Artist is so fun. Really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I loved it. And Peter and I kind of come at 
the room from two different places. I'm guessing Peter hates it. Sure. I hate the room. I do not I, like the room I, at all. And I completely get it, but the train wreck that is that movie is very, very fun for me. Uh, it's a it's a complete piece of shit, but it's it, it's so watchable and so group watchable. Oh, yeah. Um, that being said, James Franco's Tommy Wiseau is uh so adds he adds a dimension of I don't know it it he's so funny, but he adds a dimension of like pathos and shit behind uh. Tommy Wiseau that you're like wait um I feel sorry for this guy slash don't like him at all did you any of you guys read the book I did not I have not but I um I kind of want to now I I, I didn't I, I really liked it and that is something you get from the book is like how mysterious and weird and probably sad Tommy Wiseau is and also bad like he's not a good guy oh but... yeah he's a abusive like possessive guy like he's crazy yeah he's a fucking lunatic but it's very funny um i think james franco this is like the most perfect thing for him to be in and make because he's a big old weirdo and this is like the perfect storm of weirdoness for him um i highly recommend it It, Um, is it weird having the brothers in there like i think it makes sense well I think it. I think it allows you to believe in James Franco's character a little bit more. Granted, he's a completely real person, but <laughs> having James Franco there, like, it makes it like it really helps. I don't know how you film his scenes, like in the movie, uh, and get through it without people losing their shit. If it's not somebody who can really kind of stand up to you, like a sibling, I feel like as wildly over the top as his performance is, like when you're doing it next to like your brother who's known you their whole life, like it makes it kind of tamps things down a bit. And it's like, all right, man, like I get it. And I can play off of that. You needed somebody who could play off of his character. Cause it's so fucking crazy. All right. Cool. Okay. See it. Right. I, I really like, I really liked it. Um, yeah. See it. All right. All right. So Pete, what did you think about the foreigner? Uh, very much. Not what I was expecting. Way more serious than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, way more serious. Uh, Jackie Chan wasn't exactly the star. No. Oh, it was the the one with uh, Pierce Brosnan. Yep, that's the one. Um, He was kind of just like the thorn in his side the the entire time. But, you know, like, it was weird because it was was the exact um, sort of balance of which if Pierce Brosnan was the bad guy and Jackie Chan... I'm sorry, if Pierce Brosnan was a good guy and Jackie Chan was the bad guy, but that wasn't the case. Right. But it was balanced that way. It was very strange. But I enjoyed it. And old Jack, and I think this was perfect for older Jackie Chan who's slowing down, you know? Yeah, I guess that's true. I just like my, I don't know. Maybe I just don't like seeing Jackie Chan that way. Yeah. <clears throat> if I had to guess. Uh, we also saw Flatliners, Pete. Um, I, me and you saw this hoping for a big old stink burger. Did we just not get be- that? I don't think we got it as much as I hoped. Okay, all right, all right, I'll give you that. It wasn't as bad as I wanted it to be, but it still was very bad. It was not a good movie. Um, uh, Diego Luna's ponytail is almost worth the price of admission, though. That. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree with that. I totally agree with that. Yeah. Um, Geostorm. Man, this was a dumb movie. Uh, yeah, that I would see again in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, last flag flying. Was that just you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so snow snowman. Snowman. Oh um, no, man! The yes. snowman. This is currently my worst film of the year. Directed by Tinker Taylor Soldier Spies, Thomas Alfredson. Let the right one in. Thomas Alfredson. This movie is absolute unintelligible mess. Garbage. It makes no sense. Val Kilmer's inclusion in this movie makes no sense. Wait, excuse me, what? Yeah, right? You had no idea, did you? I wasn't paying attention or listening. And then I heard what I think I heard. (laughs) And now I'm interested. Val Kilmer is in it, and you're probably asking, does he look like shit? And the answer is, yes, he does. I'll see you guys later. I gotta go watch a little film called Snowman. (laughs) You're probably asking yourself, I'm sure, well, he might look bad, but does he sound good? No, because there's terrible ADR over his voice. Oh my god. I, you're making me want to watch this. Is I'm it not funny? researching Val Kilmer's Snowman. It's and the first article is Val Kilmer's appearance in the Snowman. It's incredibly bizarre. <laughs> it's accurate. It's 100 percent accurate. It's nonsense. The whole wait. Movie. That's what he looks like. Yes. Yeah. Right. And no. That's, you haven't seen how weird his body is shaped. But like, is that what his face? Okay. Question. Yeah. Is that what his face looks like? Yep. Yes. But like, no. I mean, like. For good, like in the real world, makeup list. Yes. What happened? I know, mm-hmm. right? I don't know, but whatever it was, it usually doesn't get you cast and stuff anymore. Oh, poor Val Kilmer, sort of. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, nice. And okay, so I think that leaves only stuff that I've seen, right? Yeah. So give us the uh, the the Pete up, the Peter up. Let me run through this list. So first, uh, things that Peter you can... out, Peter um, out. Oh, that's so much better than what I said. Yeah, that, that worked out really well. So remember, ask Peter up. Uh, <laughs> You can definitely skip Suburbicon. Okay. Um, I wish, I kind of wish the uh, Coens actually filmed their script because there is some good stuff in it, but I don't think George Clooney knew what he was working with at all. Okay. Interesting. There's some, inter- there's some interesting things to the story that just don't work out at all. So definitely skip it. Um, for the most part, skip Killing of a Sacred Deer unless you really want to see Killing of a Sacred Deer and you're prepared for what Killing of a Sacred Deer is going to be like. Weird. Uh, I love the lobster. Will I like this? Yes. Okay, good. I like the lobster, and I like this more. I still, I still need to see the lobster. It's like it. very weird, though, so I would definitely give it a chance. Okay. Um, uh, well, if you want to, but, but that's only if you're in for something real weird. And okay. not like, oh, this movie's so crazy weird. It's real weird. Okay. Um, Roman J. Israel Esquire was a bit of a mess. All right. Um, I really wish it was better because Denzel is good in it, but I think there's some like weird character choices in it. Um, the plot's really not as interesting as you would hope, or even the trailer makes it seem. That's just uh, it's a little broken. Uh, Coco is a perfectly ser- serviceable B-level Pixar movie. Um, yeah. I don't think. Uh, sadly enough, I, don't, I think the music's not as interesting as I was hoping it to be. Hmm. Kind of a bummer, hmm. but the visuals are definitely great. Um, in terms of stuff to definitely watch, um, Last Black Flying is incredible. Okay. And Brian Cranston knocks that role out of the park. Okay, nice. He's so good in that movie. And, of course, everyone else is great as well. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne and Steve Carell. But, man, uh, Brian Cranston knocks it out of the park. Nice. Um, Professor Marston and the Wonder Woman was way better than I was expecting. Okay. Um, I know nothing about that. Yeah, I want to see that one. It's so, it's so weird. Like, I, don't, I was t- telling Russ about this the other day. I don't, 
I don't think I've seen a single bit of promotion for that movie nope. outside of posters in movie theaters. Yes. The trailers. Yeah. I've only seen the poster in a movie theater, and that's it. And that's so weird for 2017. Uh, but it's great. I would definitely give it a shot. Rebecca Hall is really amazing in it. Um, absolutely, absolutely see the Florida Project. It's really well done, and it's such an interesting story. I've heard of very good things. I wanted to see that real bad, and then the theater I was going to go see it at it was there for like a hot sec. So it might already be on Amazon. Uh, possibly, I'm not sure. Like it came real quick, I think. But definitely see it. It's really, really good. It's it's very real. It's very honest, except the fact that there's children in it who aren't terrified of Willem Dafoe. Um, <laughs> oh, that loses all credit in that fantasy world. Yeah, it doesn't Continue. seem as real anymore, does it? Yeah. Um, definitely. Uh, if if you have the time, see Call Me By Your Name. It's a really, really well done romance. And it it is weird at first, but you fall into it. And it's kind of a beautiful romantic story um, that treats its characters with a great deal of respect. And it's really, really well done. Um, I don't think it's for everyone at all. I'm sh- I can, sure, if you wanted to list all the problematic problems you have with it, that's fine. It's... Just a fantastic movie, though. Um, oh, just a fantastic movie. <laughs> yeah. The Shape of Water is really fantastic. Yeah, I need to uh, see that. There was some stuff in it that I wasn't expecting, but it's really great. It's absolutely beautiful. Richard Jenkins is great. Sally Hawkins, of course, is amazing. And Octavia Spencer completely steals every single scene she's in. Okay. Mm. She's so good. And then, of course, you know, Michael Shannon is just the best. He's, got, he's Michael Shannon. The most talented creep ever in movie history. He really is. Uh, I was able to see I Kill Giants. Oh, at, yeah. At a film festival. How is it? It's 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 abs- It's based on a graphic novel that is my absolute favorite graphic novel of all time. But in this movie, really, it, it's it was written by the author as well, which really helps. And it's got that nice thing that like the director. Like approached him was like, hey, it was. It's not like they sold the script. He's like, hey, I want this. I want to make this movie. Please let me have this. Huh. And it huh. took like apparently took some convincing before the writer was like, okay, I'll, but I'll do a pass of the screenplay, I guess. And it's really great. It's really wonderful. Um, the characters are all great, and it's really well done. And it's it's super emotional. Um, I think if anything, it's super up Julianne's alley. Oh, cool. Uh, it's uh, and it's it finally got distribution it's gonna it's it's not it's not technically out it's not out till next but it'll year. be like next year right yeah but it was really great i saw it at my first film fest too it's like a kid's film fest nice it was really great um because movie pass apparently works for film festivals that's really cool uh, i didn't know that insane yeah uh, and then last night i saw i Tanya, fully expecting it to be just like a really great performance movie yeah um but oh my god, guys! See, I Tanya, it's so fucking good. Really? Uh, Absolutely, yeah. I Tanya. Yeah, as I said, like over the past couple of weeks, my top ten of the year is getting so packed. And man, I Tanya is so well done. And Mar- and like, granted, I like Margot Robbie in um, Wolf of Wall Street. I I just didn't care enough for Suicide Squad to even care about her Harley Quinn. I thought she was good. Even though she's the best in that movie, but I just like I'm not that interested in the character of Harley Quinn, especially that, the, the sort of like evil punk one. Yeah. Uh, but man, she is so good in this movie. She's so good. And Sebastian Stan, uh, Stan and, um, Alice and Janie are all incredible. It's, 
it's so well put together and this the way they frame the story is so good um 100 see it all right yeah uh and that's it all right russ is, is there anything you saw that no one else saw no uh alex <laughs> no i'm i'm covered all right uh i also saw uh good time and it's Oh, uh, I fell asleep on that, but like I like five minutes in, I really need to watch that. It's good. Uh, Robert Pattinson is really good, and it looks and it's like well shot. Um, but the performances are really what what actually like make the movie. Uh, I don't think it's like an awesome movie, uh, but the performances bring it to like up to another level. So check that out if you have any interest in it. I do. Rachel Lee Cook as well, right? Yes. Oh, Jennifer Jason Leigh. Jennifer Jason. Uh, same. Yeah, I always get confused. Yeah. I won't do that. Um, but I think that is it for me as well. We did it, guys. Yeah, dog. We got through another one. Woo! We, all right, so it's been like two months since the last one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah we'll, be back, we'll be back, what, mid-January with our top ten? Well, yeah, we'll be back mid-January with our top ten, and then, and I wonder if we'll have Oscars by that point either. Yeah. Like, didn't or- we do that last year? Yeah, we'll, we'll let let's not do let's that. split that up. Yes. Yeah, I agree. All right, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I guess it will all depend on like how much time people need to see everything that they need to. Because I'm also probably going to see like a lot of stuff. Yeah, I need to catch up on a lot of things. Star uh, Wars in two days. Holy! I'm really? going to wait. Wait, what? Well, th- that's this week. Star Wars? Yeah. Yeah, it's Thursday. Oh God damn! Yeah. I'm excited. Wait, do we have a? Oh my God. No, our show's yeah. next week. Yeah. Did you guys get tickets already? Yep. No. I forgot. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just going to wait. Yeah, I'm, I'll see it whenever. I, I, I've i avoided it enough. And I, I think I waited for the last one for like three days, so I think I could do it again. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll, I'll knock that out on like a Sunday. I am super excited, and I have 6 p.m. showing tickets. Oh, nice. I, I have, I've avoided it so much, and all I want to do is just like watch something about it now. Um, I am I am super excited for it. Yeah, I, I'm. I know absolutely nothing about it except I, one, the last movie, so I'm excited. Me too. But that is it. So that will take us to the end of the show. You can find us on the web, moviepodcast.com. You can uh, talk to us on Twitter at moviepc. Uh, you can uh, email us comments, concerns, complaints. Uh, tell us what you think of Pete's movie-going habits at moviepodcast at gmail dot com. And you can find us on iTunes by searching for the Priest and the Beekeeper, which is what we are. Uh, or that, well, I guess it is one way to define us, but it is the name of our improv troupe. Um, we have a show called Pickpile at Long Island City's beautiful The Creek in the Cave, uh, the third Thursday of every month at 8 o'clock. Uh, this month, December 2017, it is the 21st. Um, so one week after Star Wars comes out, come on to Creek in the Cave. We host a show with our good friend and stand-up, Nick Maritato. We bring some stand-ups in, we bring some improv in. I need to get the name of that so I can make that Facebook invite. Uh, and we have a good time and the beers are cheap and it's good food. So come on out. Uh, so, but if we don't see you at the show, then we'll see you next time on the movie movie podcast. That was a good outro. My man. I was about to say that was a really good outro.